Welcome to another episode of the Central Minnesota Futsal League Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Premier Real Estate. They're locally owned, and whether you are looking to buy or sell, they are your premier choice for all of your real estate needs. Well, we're back following our week three games, and we are excited to dive into today's podcast. There's some shifts in the standing, some upsets that happened, and we're excited to talk a little bit about that today. My name is Jake Nelson. I'm here with Jake Hemish, a.k.a. the Beardy Boy, and Luke Majerly, the Golden Boy. And we're excited to dive on in to some game recaps. Guys, a lot of interesting games this week. What were your initial thoughts after watching some of the games as to what happened? Dude, we had some some thrillers and tight games, and we also had some upsets. Um, man, there were some games, especially end of the end of the night, that we did not see coming. Um, but man, was it ex- an exciting night um, with some great, great games. And we talked about it last week, um, and they didn't disappoint. That's all I got to say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in one of those games to start the night was the Care Bears and the Sartell Futsal team. And the Sartell Futsal team won that game 5-3. to three. Luke, what did you think of that game? I mean, it's it's a great game. Those were some highly skilled teams. I think it was real close, if I recall correctly, up until the last little bit. And... Uh, Sartell Futsal team found a way to beat one of the the top scoring teams in the league, and so and hold them to three goals. Yep, held them to three goals. Um, I was impressed. Impressed. We'll talk more about this later, but they figured out a way to lock it down. So play some defense. Who who would have thought? <laughs> yep. No, it was a good game, and they scored two quick goals there at the end to go up 5-3 after it being tied 2-2 at half. But that was a good game. Our next game of the night was the Patriots and the Top Boys. And Beardy Boy, the Patriots topped the Top Boys 4-2. to They did. Um, this, this game was pretty close. Uh, top Boys were actually leading for a little while. Uh, I believe they got the first goal, then it was tied, and then they went up 2-1. Um, but ultimately, the Patriots were too much. Um, and they couldn't, uh, they couldn't surpass them. The Patriots get a much-needed win. Um, however, Patriots, two wins on the year uh, versus the bottom two teams in the league. That's not, that's not a, a good look for them. Um, they'll need to continue to improve and stuff like that, and we can talk more about that later and what they have coming up next week. But uh, Patriots get a big win. They need points. They need to continue to climb up that table um, if they want to get out of those play-in games. Absolutely. Our next game of the night was an offensive showdown, or people thought it might be. It was the Sartell Futsal team and the St. Cloud United team. And both of those teams, I believe, were one and two in terms of goals for per game going into this uh, week. And Sartell Futsal team won that game, Luke, nine to three. What were your thoughts after watching that game? This was a huge win uh, for Sartell Futsal team. This was what I take as St. Cloud United's best fielded team out there and you could tell early on I talked with team leader Kevin and uh, he had said it took them about two minutes to figure out their strategy they saw it and then they adjusted and you can see that in the scoreline 9-3 they definitely they were scoring and they didn't give St. Cloud United much I will say St. Cloud United they 
they looked a little flustered. I don't know if they just weren't connecting or if they just couldn't figure out Sartell futsal team's defense. But uh, they they did, I would say they disappointed a little bit in this game. I was hoping for a good back and forth battle, but Sartell futsal team shut them down early and gave them no hope that whole game. So it reflects that score. Yeah, they, they frustrated them for sure. Um, you could see at the end of that game, uh, St. Cloud United players were yelling at each other and stuff like that. When you got three brothers, uh, they're going to bark at each other a bunch already. But, um, yeah, they they were getting upset, and, and Sartell futsal team was putting the, go- the ball away. I think they had three empty net goals um, pretty early on in that game um, and never turned back. And two huge wins for them tonight, uh, moving up the standings, moving up the power rankings. I'm interested to see where they fall in the power rankings this week. Um, after those two big wins and some other things that happened, results we'll get to in a little bit. But, man, it was a great night for them. Um, two weeks in a row, four wins total. Those are big, big points for them, and they're climbing. They are. They're climbing. Second place. Second place. Our next game of the night was the Top Boys and the Care Bears, and we ended up calling that game early at a 2-2 tie just after some unfortunate incidents that happened during that game, uh, which is a bummer, and that's not what the league is about. But we will move on uh, to our next game of the night, which was the Founding Fathers and the Patriots. And, guys, this was the 7:50 primetime game that everyone was looking forward to. Luke, a 2-1 win for the Founding Fathers. What did, what did you think? I mean – if I'm being honest, this was, uh, and this is no slight to Nat Control at all. I was definitely looking forward to that game as well. But hearing it all day, I know that the Patriots got out uh, last night, practiced. Um, we're trying to get some stuff strung together. And they had this game circled. Um, we heard about it all day, um, some friendly banter. And you know, I, I knew um, Patriots were going to come ready to play. And they did. They came. They were ready. They had a game plan. Um, you could just tell, I mean, even the crowd, there was some, uh, people who were already kind of chirping before the game. It was good. I mean, it's always a friendly, intense game and it didn't disappoint two to one. I mean, if we're being honest, it could have gone either way. I bet both goalies would like their goals back, but at the end of the day, um, founding fathers had two Patriots got one. Yeah, that's that's a it was it was such a good game. I look at the games uh, a couple weeks ago, Mad Martians Founding Fathers ending in 2-1 as well. Um tight tight game. Uh both teams locking it down defensively. Um and like you said, Luke, both teams goalies want those goals back. Um couple, you know, just just tricky goals that get in and stuff like that. Um but hats off to both teams for for getting them in the net and man, it was it was an intense battle. Um, with both teams looking to move the ball, spray it around, um, and try to look for those opportunities. But uh, ultimately, only three goals scored in that game. It was tightly contested. Um, it was anyone's game with Patriots leading one nothing, uh, going into halftime. Um, or sorry, 1-1 at halftime. Um, but then uh, Founding Fathers just getting the second one um, you know, at, at middle of the second half or whatever. And, and you thought, you know, maybe, maybe Patriots are going to pick it up. They're going to send some more people forward. They did a little bit the last minute, but, um, it kind of just similar to the mad Martians. It was zone ball. Like everything was kind of in the middle. A lot of, I mean, there were shots that Nat Vogley made some really good saves. Um, but ultimately the game ends in a, just a two, one, uh, simple little score line. 
Yeah, it was a fun game. Next game of the night was St. Cloud United and Wilmer United. And this game ended in an 11-4 win for St. Cloud United. And Luke, this game seemed to kind of end the way we expected it to. Yeah, Wilmer, Wilmer hung in there for the first little bit. They played some good defense. And at the end of the night, St. Cloud United has uh, a lot of skill on that team. And I think they were probably disappointed in their first loss of the night. And they came in to that Wilmer game with something to prove. And they did. They put 11 away. And so they keep. Uh, they have some elite scores. They're showing that throughout uh, every single week. And unfortunately, they were just a little bit too much firepower on that team for Wilmer. Yeah, they they scored four goals in 30 seconds uh, with about two minutes left in the second half um, and just buried that game away, unfortunately, for Wilmer. Yep, tough night for them, but we got another game for them. We will recap later on. The next game of the night was a, a game that people were looking forward to. It was the overall number one and number two seeds coming into this night playing in the Founding Fathers and Nat Control, and that game ended in a 4-0 win the founding fathers beauty boy what did you think of that game it was it was intense from the get-go um but honestly founding fathers controlled the ball most of the game um got got some goals uh good opening goal by luke in in probably the first couple minutes there to go up one nothing and and didn't really turn back i mean that control had a few chances and stuff like that um but huge shutout for the founding fathers um nat control nat control was was struggling um you know to put the ball away tonight and that's and that's we talk obviously defense is huge but if you can't score the ball like you're not gonna win and they and they struggled tonight to get the ball in the back of the net um and so uh i know they'll look to regroup this next week um and and come out firing for sure i think nat control will only get better they're still, this is only their third week really playing together. And I know they have a history of playing soccer together, but futsal's different, and they'll figure that out. And uh, it's, it's uh, they will definitely string some wins together, I think, in the next couple of weeks. I will say um, it was a great game, great showing um, by both teams. I don't think it was super indicative of the scoreline, but um, there, was a, there was a point where Ryan Evans even – ran down the field and he chipped it around me i do have to say that on the record um i had to say that for him <laughs> and he, and, said, he, and said he it celebrated it he as did it happened. He as said, it, i got mid, my Luke. mid game mid yeah. game he was getting ready to take a shot and i think he fanned on it because he was he too did. concerned about chirping luke he did i think he was asking for them to put a one-up on the scoreboard <laughs> even after that they were like hey give give us a goal but i will say it's Chipped it right around me. There was there was also another good moment when the only person in the league who I think can muscle Jimmy off the ball in the corner, which is Ryan, uh, did just that, where he yeah. put his butt in Jimmy's chest and won the ball from him. Uh, and you know, you know, Jimmy doesn't take those lightly. No, no, great game. He doesn't get some going. Our next game of the night was the Mad Martians in Wilmer United, and this game ended in a seven-two win for the Mad Martians. Luke, thoughts on this game? Again, uh, I think Wilmer had a good start, and a lot of times they're just trying to trying to if they can hang in there and keep a team to two or less goals. I think they have a legit chance of winning, but it's tough when you let seven in. Uh, and I mean, Josh, Caleb, they're both great goalies, but at the end of the night, um, too many shots, too many shots. So, yep. Our next game of the night after that 
was the Nat Control team playing off against the Thunder Ducks. And this was a game that maybe ended not the way we foresaw as the Thunder Ducks won 5-2. to two. Beard, did you see this happening? Uh, I did say uh, on last week's podcast that I'd watch out for Thunder Ducks because I thought that they're going to come in if they have their whole team. They're going to play teams well. Um, and you had the the second worst team in the Thunder Ducks going into this week, going, going against the second best team in that control. Um, and Thunder Ducks upset them 5-2. Um, and honestly, it, it – it wasn't really super close. I mean, Nat Control got got one at one point. I think it was three to one. Um, but then Thunder Ducks put a couple more away, and they got a set. Like Nat Control got a second one. Um, but Thunder Ducks played their game. They they did what they want to do. They want to pass it around. They want to find their guy to look to get a to get an easy goal, and they got a couple of those. And when you do that, um, you know you get up a couple of goals. You make the other team. Uh, play that hurry up mode, play that force pressure um, and some of that, and then they tacked on some more. And so hats off to Thunder Ducks. They had a great week this week. They did. Well, and that kind of leads into uh, their last game of the night. They played back-to-back games this week. In their last game, they beat the Mad Martians 7-5. to And all to say this, too, um, the Mad Martians scored their last two goals within probably the last 15 seconds of the game. So going up in, in, into that last minute, it was 7-3. to three. Yeah, the score was not indicative of how that game was played. Yeah. It was 5 nothing at one point, Thunder Ducks. I mean, yeah. hats off to Mad Martians for making a push in the end, but like ultimately Thunder Ducks just came away and they were they were playing hot tonight. They they were finding passes, they were scoring goals, they were doing what they needed to do. Um and they were they were finding a way. They have a good team. You said this week one, Jake. They are not a bottom four team. No. Um not. if they get their whole team here, they are dangerous and they can play with the best of them. Um and so I'm interested to see how they come out over the next couple weeks. Um, because they they beat uh Two, the two best teams in their division this week. Um, and so they're moving up in, in their division, moving up in the power rankings. Uh, two wins do a lot and do a lot to your confidence. So I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I talked to Kyle Fisher after the game and was just asking, was like, what happened this game? How did you guys come out and beat the Mad Martians like that? Um, a great team. And, and he kind of laughed, said, we actually just came from practice. So they did a full practice, played a game, and then went back-to-back games and played Mad Martians right after that first game. And so something I think teams are going to have to look out for against the Thunder Ducks is that they're a well-conditioned team. Yep, absolutely. And they're, they're going to be playing fast-paced. They know how to move the ball well. Like, those guys just did not look like they were getting tired. So, I mean, that's something teams are going to have to look, look out for. Uh, but it was a fun week of games. The standings shifted around a lot this week, and so we're excited to see how they just keep moving in weeks to come. We're going to move on to our next segment, um, a one that everyone loves called Buy or Sell. Buy or Sell. Now, in Buy or Sell, the guys are going to be presented with a team or a player, and they get to choose if they want to buy that player or sell that player. So we're going to start, boys, with this team, the Mad Martians. Would you like to buy or sell the Mad Martians? The Mad Martians currently have 10 points. They are in sixth place in the league table in a differential of nine. The record is three wins, one tie, two losses. Beauty boy. Yeah, this one's a tough one for me. Um, you know, seeing that the last game of the night, losing to Thunder Ducks, 
doesn't leave a great taste in your mouth. But I I just think Mad Martians are too good of a team. Let's not forget the team that's in second in the standings right now, Sartaro Futsal team. They were the only team to beat them so far this year. Right. Um, and so um, I'm going to buy Mad Martians. I think they're far better than sixth place, what they're currently in. Um, they have a nine-goal differential. The guys that I called out uh, scored some goals this week and stuff like that. And so they, they got on the score sheet. Um, I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to find a way, um, to continue to push up that power, the, the standings and the power rankings. Um, they haven't played a ton of the bad teams yet. Um, teams on the lower end, uh, you know, Thunder Ducks was one of them, but they haven't played the top boys. They haven't played the Patriots. Uh, they, they are going to, they're going to get some wins here. Um, they just need to stay constant. I, too, would buy Mad Martians. I do think at the end of the year, they're going to be one of the best teams. Uh, Tough night for them, tough way to end it. And I know they probably wish there would have been another half that they could go out and play. They probably felt like they were playing their best futsal at the end of that last game, but it didn't matter. Uh, Unfortunately, they lost, but I still, too, would, would buy them. I think come the end of the year, they're going to be one of the best teams. The next team that we have up is the Care Bears. Now, the Care Bears are also uh, sitting at 10 points. They just edge out the Mad Martians in their differential. They are uh, same record, 3-1-2, and, and a differential of 10. Now, the Care Bears started off really hot. They were 2-0 and after that first week, but since um, have kind of dropped off a little bit. They've gone 1-1-2. One, one, so after the first three weeks, would you guys buy or sell the Care Bears? Gosh, this is a tough one again. You're you're really throwing them at us. Um, I think that I think I'm gonna buy them. They they struggled a little bit this week, um, missing leading goal scorer Uriel Rodriguez. Um, I think they get him back and they're gonna be a lot better. I think they're better than fifth. Um, I think they're I think they're a top three team realistically. Um, so I'm gonna buy the Care Bears. They are a good team. Um, they're figuring some things out defensively. Uh, they had team captain Keegan Pham in in goal tonight. Uh, I don't know if I love that because he's such a, a solid player. He's so technical and stuff like that. I think they need him either defensively or in the midfield, whatever. Um, and and maybe they play Lido there or they play Brandon Doe there, whatever. But I think they need to move him out. Um, but they, they're better than fifth place, which they're currently in. Um, they got to prove it, though. Same with Mad Martians. They got to prove uh, that, man, we, we, buy, we buy them. But, man, they got to prove that they actually should be there. I'm going to contradict myself in my own statement here, and I know it. But I'm gonna, here's the deal. I think Care Bears are easily a top five team. Could have argument for top three. But I'm going to sell them because... I think it's tough to tell what their team is going to look like. I don't think that, and again, I wasn't here the first week, so I I don't know for sure, but from the weeks that I've been here, I don't think that they have played with all of their rostered players yet, and that's going to be tricky to figure out. No, they they, have not. You're right. If they are still going throughout week after week and bringing in subs, and their subs are awesome, but there is something about building a chemistry for playoffs that, uh, I mean, the best teams are clicking on all cylinders, and you got to have all your guys there to do it. And so I think as skilled as they are and as a top team, I, I'm going to sell them until they get all of their rostered guys there playing. It's a good take. It's a good take. The next one up that we have for you boys as we talk about the Care Bears is Care Bears forward, Jose Lito Erickson. 
Now, Joselito was a transfer from the the Patriots team last year. Um, he played for them and moved, jumped ship, some might say, over to the Care Bears. And we had uh, Nat Vogley, team captain of the Patriots, talk a little bit about that last week. But Beardy Boy, after what you've seen from Lito this year um, and how he's, how he's played for the Care Bears, would you buy or sell Lito? Well, here's the thing. If you're asking me to buy him as a forward, which is what he played last year. Um, as a player. As a player on, on in team. general. Player oh, in general. man, this is tough. Um, at this point in the season, looking at stats and things like that, I'm going to sell him because last year he, he was number three in goals, had 20 goals on the year. I think he's got um, maybe one uh, this year. Um, you know, I think he's he, got two goals. Two goals. One assist. Year, my bad. Um uh, but, I mean, he's certainly not going to be up at that 20-goal mark. I mean, it's going to be tough for him to climb up there uh, with only three weeks remaining. I think not ha- playing next to Luke Spanier is going to be tough. But I think if he can play goal, he'd be a little bit better, um, better suited on that Care Bears team. But at the moment, looking at everything, i got to sell him. I'm going to probably follow suit, and we're going to watch Lito score 20 goals next week as I <laughs> also sell him. But... Right now, tonight, held off the score sheet, had four saves, um, and a little bit of a slow start. But overall, I think uh, Lito is, if he he's playing with some talented guys, just like Luke. Uh, but I do think that right now, if I had to choose, I would sell him just based off of his performance. It's a tough, tough start for the season for Jose Lito. Yeah, absolutely. And he's really playing with a good team and a high-skilled team on uh, the Care Bears. Definitely a different playing style than the Patriots for sure. Our next one up that we have for you guys is a team, St. Cloud United. Now they are currently four wins, zero ties, and two losses, sitting at 12 points and ranked third in the league table. We've gone back and forth this year talking about St. Cloud United. They do currently have the most goals for per game this year. They're averaging 7.17 goals for per game, which is impressive, um, and allowing 4.33 goals against per game. So after watching St. Cloud United, seeing how they've played, would you guys buy or sell St. Cloud United? I, I would personally by St. Cloud United. I think they had kind of a weird night tonight where they lost big and then won big. But I do think come the end of the year, as I just got done talking about chemistry, um, having three brothers on a team, you can't have much better chemistry than that. You know, they probably play a lot of pickup together. I think they'll be clicking. They are a really skilled team. They can play good defense, just depending on the week. And I think come the end of the year, if their rostered players are there, which is always a bit of a question mark for them, but if their rostered players are there, I would buy St. Cloud United. Um, here's the thing. I'm a little thrown off by Luke's, yeah. Luke's buy there because I, I think he had him in the bottom four. Bottom four. We, yeah, last we week. Did the bottom yeah, bottom four last week. We have a segment for this in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, hey, that's yes. what we're going to add. Yes. We can talk about that Yes. One. He um, had him at seventh. He, he did have him at seven. seven. You guys, I thought I said... there's no way. There's no way. They have too many points. But he had him there. Anywho, um, I'm going to sell him um, because uh, I don't think they're a top three team. I think they can score a ton of goals. 
Um, but I think the good teams will play them good defensively and will outscore them. They they're gonna they're gonna kick the crap out of every team that's not very good. Um, and and they've they've shown that if you're if you're loose, like they're gonna score on you. Um, they're gonna they're gonna get goals left and right. But if you can lock it down defensively, they've shown they have cracks, they have holes, and stuff like that. They've had more consistency than we probably thought they would at this point. Um, but best four guys out there tonight and lose a game nine three. Um, I think that against those good teams, that's what we're gonna see is like they defensively they, there's some holes and some cracks. They're gonna score a ton of goals. Um, and you know I I think they're gonna uh, Shamarki will probably be uh, Golden Boot or or contender for it for sure. Um, because he is a very good player, very good offensively. They're gonna score a ton of goals. Um. But I don't see them as a top three team, and so I'm selling them. Um, and you know, I think they're probably top five, but not top three for sure. Yeah. Well, our last one of the night is a guy that we all know and love: Patriots forward Sam Snyder. Now, Sam Snyder, currently as it stands, has five goals and four assists, which equal nine points, and he's he's playing well this year, no doubt. But but the Patriots as a team are two zero and four. And they have six points sitting in that bottom four as a play-in team. Now that obviously has is you know you have to take that into consideration where the team is at. Um, but from what we've seen of Sam this year, would you guys buy or sell Sam Snyder? Um, here's the thing: I love Sam. He's a talented player. Um, but what we've seen this year with the league is that there's much more talented players, um, and and I think Sam's struggling to keep up with them a little bit and the the style of play and so I'm selling Sam Snyder. Um I think I think he his his game is to bang it around and hopefully hopefully get a goal on the back door and stuff like that. Um and he's not getting those opportunities because uh they're having to play a lot of defense. Um Patriots four losses already this year and uh that's more than they had all of last year. They still have yet to play Mad Martians. They've still yet to play Care Bears. They have another game against Sartel, or St. Cloud United. They have another game against uh, Founding Fathers. They have they have another game against Sartell Futsal team. Those are all good teams. And, like, they already have more losses than last year. I do think they are a good team. I think they're better, um, you know, than, than probably bottom four. But, man, I don't – at this point, I don't even know who they passed because, like right. – they they gotta start putting their two wins are against uh the bottom two teams in the league right now. Like they've beaten nobody. Um and so sorry, Sam Snyder, but like I gotta sell you until I see something, until you put in some more goals, until you pull it pull a Jackson Kent and score five goals in a week. Sorry, sell, see you later, you can go to Goodwill. Wow. Woo. Beards blast. Yeah. Beards <laughs> changes the second. Beards blast. All right, Luke, what do you think? Buy or sell on Sam Snyder? Uh, honestly, is there like an in between option? Can nope. I like. No, you, you no, have to buy or sell. You, you got to just do one and the Can other. I buy him and return You're him? at the store and you see Sam Snyder sitting on the shelf and you need to choose. Am I going to. Am I, I going to buy this guy or am I just going to walk past and say, yeah, you know what? You know. That's a, it is a tough one for me, and I even had the whole time to think uh, as Jake spoke about it. But at the end of the day, I would 
buy Sam Snyder. And here's why. I know Bad purchase. <laughs> I know the Patriots are off to a slow start. Huge reasoning behind that was last week going 0-2 without uh, captain and potential best player in the entire league, Luke Spanier. Uh, I don't know why you guys keep saying maybe and potential. <laughs> like, it's, it's not a question. Well... I'm just You can't I'm be the not, best player in the league on a team that has two wins and four losses. Regardless, no Luke Spanier, wherever he ranks in the league. And uh they definitely paid the price for it. And here's the deal, I'm not gonna let that dictate whether I'm gonna buy or sell Sam. I do think Sam is a nuisance out there. Just an absolute nuisance. And what's hard is I hate to like when I think of a nuisance, I think of like a mosquito or a gnat, like a little bug. And Sam's huge. He's a six foot four absolute animal out there. He stands in front of the other team's net. He gets in their way. There's not a lot of rhyme or rhythm to how he plays. He's tough to play against. And I think other teams are seeing that. I mean, honestly, for him to have, would you say, five goals on the year already uh, through three weeks is, I would say, above average yeah. for sam and that's not a uh hit against him but um the league I do too. Think, yeah in the league he's you know in the definitely in the top half uh of the league for points and i do think um i would buy sam because he's he's a tough team for other teams to try and play defense against mm-hmm. because he's a got the long legs size 13 feet and he's tenacious out there yeah Absolutely. Well, those are some good takes. And with that, we're going to move into our final segment of the episode. And this is one that is probably a little bit overdue. And this segment is called Eat Crow. Now, here's the deal. So far over the course of the few weeks of the podcast, we've made some some pretty hot takes. We've made some um, definite, some, some reckless speculation. And uh, Maybe even hurt some feelings. <laughs> Maybe even hurt some feelings. But we've we've not been right. And and I think that in this segment, we just need to come on here and just eat some crow. Talking about some of the things we've said that have just been maybe way off. And just give credit where credit is due, really. Like, that's what this is all about. And uh, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to kick it off. I'm going to start. First week... Uh, me and me and Beardy Boy were talking. We had some hot takes, and and we actually we did buy or sell. And so this is going back a few weeks, not to bring up the past, but I'm going to. And I chose to to sell Jackson Kent. And you know what? I'll say it. He didn't play great that first week. He was definitely nervous, but he has come out and has just lit it up. Jackson has been on fire since then. He has scored goals when he needs to. He has been that missing piece that the Patriots needed from last year. He's that that star forward. He has that soccer touch that I think those other guys, other than Luke, were that that team was really missing. Yep. And he's able to come in and provide that piece of being that soccer player up top and scoring goals when they need goals scored. Now, like we talked about, the Patriots have different areas that they can keep working on. Um, but I need to eat crow and say, Jackson, you're playing well. Keep it up. Beardy, do you have any uh, any thoughts on eating crow? Do you got any crow to eat? I don't like crow, so I don't I don't eat crow. Um, I mean, I guess if I got to choose a couple, um, you know, I called out the Mad Martians a little bit last week about scoring goals. They came out and they scored 12 goals this week. Um, however, take a take a loss to Thunder Ducks. Um, that's a that's a 
that's a bad one for them, and I know they'll want that one back. They're excited. I talked to their their captain afterwards, Caleb Forberg, and he said, "I'm excited that we get to play these guys again, um, because we're gonna we're gonna have a different play style." And so, um, I know that they'll they'll come hungry and ready to go for that one. But, um, yeah, they came out and they scored some goals. They, I mean, they had nine goals scored between their their top three guys. Um, they scored twelve as a team, uh, tonight. So they they're gonna obviously move up those things. Uh, up the up the leaderboards and stuff like that. Um, the other one, I don't know if this is like, you know, you say give credit, uh, but this is almost discrediting of eating <laughs> crow. Um, as I had, I had the Wilmer United in ninth instead of tenth. Um, instead of giving them credit, I guess I'm discrediting <laughs> them uh, because you think they're going to finish in last. They they uh, they're at zero points. They're proving me wrong about Top my boys, take. The next team have have four. Do you do you honestly think that Wilmer will get more than four points to finish? I had them. I had them getting four points. I didn't know from who, but I had them getting four points. And man, they took two big beatdowns this last week. I don't know. I don't know how they get four points. Um, I don't know who they get them against. Um, you know, they, they play tough defense, but in the end they just they, they crumble in the second half. And so um, if I'm eating crow, I guess it's eating crow. Eat crow. That Wilmer, Wilmer crow. Is, uh, is not going to be in ninth. They're going to be in last. Luke, you had some takes from last week that I think are, you know, you need to come on and, and eat some crow. I got a whole buffet. <laughs> In front of me right now. Saute, teriyaki, barbecue. He's got lots of different types of crow. Hot takes are one thing. We're three guys sitting here talking about gut feelings about some teams and guys we know. And honestly, I've been wrong. I've been wrong quite a bit on my hot takes, which I don't know if teams even want us to make hot takes anymore about them because usually the opposite's going to happen. So we'll find out. But my first one was uh, I... I said that our final game of the night tonight was just going to be an absolute beatdown by the Mad Martians <laughs> and that they would show the Thunderducks what is 7-2, I think you said. The yes, Mad Martians would that win 7-2. Seven, two. Seven, two. And, and up until the last 15 seconds, it was 7-3 Thunderducks. If I could be honest with you guys, I was sitting uh, to the side kind of, you know, watching. The game was going on in the background where I was having a conversation about um, how I was wrong about something else uh, in the night. And I watched the Thunderducks slowly score and score and score. And it was 5-0. And I said to myself, like, uh-oh, like, here's another one. Um, so I, I was eating a lot of crew. It was 5-0, and I thought I was wrong. You know, there's nothing else to it. My second one um, was I was pretty low on Sartell futsal team very last low. week. Here, and very low. A brief description. Okay? Not that not that my actions are any any means justified, but I wasn't sold on their two and record last week after they beat uh, a battered Patriots team without um, a pretty good player, Luke Spanier, and um, they beat a broken Thunder Ducks team that didn't have any of their. Only Gritman was right. the only rostered guy. Right. And so to me, and they were closer games than what they should have been, 9-5 and 9-6. I was kind of like, nope, like they can't be letting up that many goals. And uh, they ended up locking it down on defense tonight. They showed up. They beat a good St. Cloud United team, and they beat a good Care Bears Two team. Two huge statement wins. I will say they... they're holding their head high, and rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. They rightfully walked up to me after uh-huh. the first game 
and uh, asked me if I think they could play defense. Um, <laughs> and I had to eat crow right to their face. And then again at the 9-3, I said uh, out loud in the middle of their game that um, I basically apologized. I said, I'm going to be... I'm going to be eating crow again. Yep. <laughs> and so it was a good good week for a Sartell futsal team. Um, I'm going to make a bold statement and say oh. they're going to go 2-0 next week. Really? We'll see what happens. I haven't Sartell even looked futsal at their games. Team? Yeah. They're playing, they play the Patriots and Wilmer. Yep. I'm, I'm going to stick with stay, it. <laughs> 2 and with that? I'm looking forward to that Sartell futsal team and Patriots yeah, game. Yeah, it's going to be, be a good, good game. Uh, those two teams love to bark at each other oh, again man, tonight. I said fun. it last week. Zach Bakula and Carter Sharper calling out uh, Patriots captain Nat Vogley uh, for his goalkeeping <laughs> when he was injured in out la- uh, a couple weeks ago. And they did it again this week, um, saying, why is Ben not playing in goal? Uh, he's so much better than Nat. That's Nat the exact quote. I know, I thought Nat had a good good night too. Uh, Zach Pakula said literally the, the win, our win, Founding Fathers win against Patriots was, was all due to errors by Nat. Um, and so, man, Pakula, Pakula loved to chirp on that. And so I can't wait, uh, for some chatter between those two teams, uh, as the, the goalies are, are getting after each other, Zach Pakula and, and Nat Vogley, uh, would love to hear shots fired as that game goes on. That'll be a fun one to watch as a second, second game of the night. That'll be a good one. Yeah, that'll be fun. Luke, one more, one more eating crow, uh, part that I think just needs to happen. Um, Talk about your take on St. Cloud United. You had, oh, yes. you had them in, in the bottom four. You guys already lit me up about I it know, early I'm sorry. in the podcast. And, we didn't and now you to want the them to be yet. top three? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Here's the deal. My reasoning behind my uh, bottom of the league chatter was, and we'll, only time will tell, was uh, I think that they will struggle to roster their best team. And they did last week. Uh, in our week two, um, they were having guys literally pulling up to game time. Um, and they weren't even guys on their roster. They were just making calls. And so that that is one end of the spectrum, okay? If they are begging guys to show up for their games, they're going to have some forfeits, and we could see them in the bottom. When they have their top four there, um, they are a very good team, and I would, I would buy them when they have – Shafi and company uh, there, but I would sell them if they're going to be making phone calls to field a team. So I, I don't even, I, I can't even know if I'm eating crow on that. No, or if you're, I'm, you're, I'm, you're eating I'm crow. all over the place on them. It's, and I think it's eating crow. They're going to be all over the place. I mean, they're at, they're going to be at. I would. They're at the top of the league table right now, top three. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw them towards the bottom. They could remain top three. Honestly, anyone's guess. He just bought them earlier. All what, over the place. What is, what is going on here? I can't figure out what Luke's actual <laughs> thoughts on St. Cloud United is. He yeah, bought so them he had, no, no, top three. So he, he had them yeah. finishing seventh last week. Yep. He had them in the fourth and Then he July, bought them in the top four. three. He bought them and said... Yes, they're top three, and now you're saying you think they would. Now will. they're like bottom three? I don't, I don't get it. This is a roller coaster ride of emotions for St. Cloud United. For me, St. Cloud United is a roller coaster. They are, I don't they know are, they've For sure, they've, but you have to make a definitive decision on them. They've been showing up so far. Like, to your worries about their team, they've been, they've been like showing up for their well, teams. Here's, they, here's the biggest thing, Luke. This is what, what we need to know. Are they going to be in the play-in games for the playoff, or are they going to be a top-six team? Top-six, 
You get you're in the playoffs. You don't end the play in game. Will they be in that top six? My take on them right now, they're in the top six. Well, yeah, I, I hope so. You just bought them in the top three. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm sticking with that. I I sold them last week. That's the crow I ate. Uh, and I'm gonna sit here and say they will not be in a playing game. Okay. In the end. So last week, you in the in the Fourth of July bottom four, you had Wilmer Top Boys, I think Thunder Ducks, and you yep. had St. Cloud United. Correct. So who are you replacing St. Cloud United with now? Who is gonna be in seventh place? I do think the Patriots will end there. I like them, like them as a team, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I think the teams ahead of them are. Are Again. doing well, and it doesn't help their case that Sartell Futsal team is continuing to win. Founding Fathers continue to win, and honestly, even if St. Cloud United splits the rest of their games, uh, they're looking they're at safe. bottom two in their division. I'm talking about the Patriots here are looking at bottom oh, two in sure. their division. Yeah. So that's that's a tough pill for them to swallow. We knew that going in. I mean, we talked about it last week. They have a, a tough hole to get themselves out of, and some tough teams ahead. But if I had to pick right now after week three, I think Patriots are playing in a playing game. Yeah, well, and here's the thing, too. They are currently in seventh place, sitting um, in the table with six points. The team that is directly above them in the standings in sixth place is the Mad Martians. And you look at those teams that are in front of them, you think, how are they going to get past them? Yeah, you look I at mean, those teams. Mad Martians, Care Bears, ten points each. They're yeah. four points above them. And then that um, control. And then Nat Control and St. Cloud United at 12. Four points, six points. I mean, like, those are a lot of points to make up. Um, This week, St. Cloud United lost one. Mad Martians lost one. And they didn't make up points on either of those teams. Um, They're they're the same amount of points they were away from them uh, as last week. And so, like, one win is not going to do it. They need need two wins. Um, You know, I know you said it before the podcast – uh, Luke, and maybe you said it in it, but like next week is going to be a big thing. They need two wins next week. They need a win against uh, Sartell Futsal team. They need a win against uh, who's Founding their other fathers. team? Fathers. Oh, they need they play, us. They play Sartell yeah, they, Futsal team. Honestly, but they like I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick them. But like uh, they need two wins next week. If they're gonna climb out, they need two wins because they're not gonna move above the teams in front of them unless they unless they get two wins in a night, and they have to do it a couple times. It can't just be once. Um, so, it, I mean, you look at Sartell futsal team four and in two weeks, uh, and up into second because of how the standings fell. Like, dude, you, when you win two games in a night, it moves you. We're talking about a team that took us two one tonight. Great game, close right. game. But at the end of the day, I think they know us super well. They yeah. can play us tight. They know, uh, they know, they know the style yep, of the founding fathers. They know they, they, they'll play us tight nine games out of 10, but at the end of the day, they don't know that about every other team, and that's been exposed a couple of times, and it might continue to be throughout the rest of our regular season. Time will tell. Time will tell. Those are some good takes. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I will say this, too. At the beginning of the year, preseason power rankings, everyone had the the, the Pats at two, and I just was not— Not everyone, so- but they were— they were top no, I was, three for sure. I was not sold on the Pats. I had them at third, and only because I felt to the peer pressure of everyone else saying that they're oh blah, 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 the Pats, they're they're this, they're that. But you guys can see they're two zero and four. They're two zero and four. They're not that great. Like again, I love the Patriots. They're a they great struggle team. against skilled teams. I you know I, that's that's the thing is like they struggled a little bit against top boys tonight. Like. Top boys were up on them and stuff like that. They they locked down defensively and got some goals, but they 
those skilled teams. I'm interested to see their game against Thunder Ducks here um, in a couple weeks um, because that's another skilled team. They they have another one with with uh, with St. Cloud United coming up in a couple weeks. Those skilled teams, um, they make them work and they're and they're tough. And so um, we need to see we need to see Luke Spanier come out and ball out. We need Jackson Kent to have a four five gold game. We need Sam Snyder to, to go and do something um, other than just be a statue out there. Um, <laughs> do you uh, really think that's true? No, Sammy I don't think Boyd. he's a statue, but like I I think Sam yeah, he's got nine points. He's, he's a much well. better player than nine points though. You think so? And like I, I do. Um but that's why I sold him is that like he he's not putting up points the way that he should um, he's one of the better teams. He's, he's played, he's played a lot of defense, um, and apparently not well because they're not winning. So, yeah, well, we love the Patriots regardless. We do love them. That's enough mic time for them though, huh? No, I agree. I we don't need to be, they love it when we much. talk about them on the podcast. So we're who else, who else needs now. to get talked about? Who do you think? Just looking at our league table. I don't know. I think we I think we covered them all of of I mean the Thunder Ducks, I guess. Like the Thunder Ducks Dude, came I, all got I really too big. Hope that, I really hope that they can climb their way out. I mean, I, I, I hope I they get... stand on what I said at the in the very first podcast when I said they will not be in a play in game. And I hope that they can they you can do that. You didn't eat crow on that. I, I I'm not I, I'm not yeah, eating crow cause... because I think that they can come out. They're only four points behind the Mad Martians and we're just about halfway done with the season. We're we got three and a half weeks left. Um, and I think they can do it. I okay. think they played, moderator, they played, let me, let me ask you this, uh, since you, they played who, two top five teams and won both of them tonight. Who do you replace Thunder Ducks with then in the bottom four for a playing game? Who do you see playing in mm-hmm. that playing game? Yeah. That's Ooh, a, a good great question. question. That is a great question. Um, this is going to be a hot take and I know, I'm I know, sh- I know where he's going. I almost. <laughs> I have a real good feeling. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. I think um, if if the Thunderducks are going to come out of that bottom four, Wilmer, Top Boys are obviously staying. Patriots are staying, no question. Um, I think if a team's going to fall into the bottom four, it would be Nat Control. Called it. Yeah. Called I, it. I just do. I, th- I, I think they got exposed this week. And people people saw that they can play Nat Control. Um, you know, in, in a man-to-man style and in moving the ball quick in a way that they just simply could not defend tonight. And that was seen in going 0-2. And, you know, again, they, they played some tough teams. They um, played the Founding Fathers, and then they ended up losing to the Thunder Ducks. And I think of that if there's there's a team that would probably fall in to that bottom four just from some inconsistencies I've seen so far, it's probably Nat Control. I just don't see Mad Martians falling any further down than number six. Again, we're only three weeks in, so some of these aren't like super, super accurate or indicative of, of where they truly are. Um, again, that's why we have power rankings. I don't think Mad Martians are falling. I don't think Care Bears will. St. Cloud United might. There's there's a chance, again, to, to what you were saying, Luke. Sartell, futsal team, um, I don't think I think they're, they're on either. a roll. Yeah. I think they're going to They've keep got a rolling. lot of momentum. They'll keep moving. But I think that Nat Control, if I had to pick a team, that's who I'm going with. That's a that's a bold statement. I mean, they got next six week, points up, but they also play each other again. So if Thunder Ducks get another win against them, yeah, that's those are big. Next week they play the bottom two teams in the league, and so they'll good chance they climb up. 
a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they got a gauntlet of a schedule after that. And so it'll be, it'll yeah. be a tight uh, race to the end. Um, and Are you talking Thunderducks? We're talking Nat Control. Oh, Nat Control. Uh, play yeah. Top Boys and Wilmer next week um, and should come away with two wins. And we're talking about a team that we had ranked second a week ago. And we're talking about dropping them. So I'll just say this, okay? We're all riding roller coasters right now. Last, sorry, go ahead. That's all I'm going to say is I'm all over with St. Cloud No, we are. And I will continue to be all over with them. I bet you can ask me every week and I'll probably buy and sell them every single week. (laughs) I'm I'm going to stick with the Thunderdogs. I like those boys. And you know what? They play, I just saw this, they play not control the last game of the year in that week seven That could be a big game. Be good. That'll that be could fun. be a big game. That'll be could fun. you imagine if that was a seven six seed winner? Winner does play in game. Winner gets the six seed. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's, it's very possible. It's very possible. Um, okay, boys. Before we do our send off, any hot takes that you want to do? Anything that you got that you're just like, man, I've been dying to just say this. I'd love to know of the bottom four teams, who is the team you don't want to play in the playoffs. Because um, as you're talking about Thunder Ducks and they're they're in that bottom four, they are not a team that I want to see in the playoffs. Um, when they when they're moving, they they prove tonight they they can play. Luke, any thoughts? Hot take. Um, I'm supposed to call some people out so that they perform better next week. That's what they wanted of me because oh, they I want you crow. to be mean to them. Let's yeah. Go. So um, Reed Evans. Played so bad tonight. <laughs> Ryan came after me and said the same thing. Yeah, he said, "Please and, call me out." Yeah, Ryan. Ryan could have looked better. Um, looked like Swiss cheese back there, and so <laughs> hoping for a stronger week next week. Um, the Nat Control defense. I mean, that's that's what you got to call out. Yeah. Uh, I don't Reed, know. Reed, Reed said they they played out of position uh, both games and stuff like that. So he, I mean, he knew it. He knew that they were getting they were getting cut alive. So that's my it's my only hot take and. Yeah, that was. It's good. It's good. I I'm wanted to do it. them for for buy or sell. Oh, it's that would have been a good one. Yours. We can save it for next week. See how they do. Yeah, watch the win two games next week and be like, what do we do with them? Yeah, no one knows. That'll be it. That's that's what'll make it tough. If they get two wins next week, how are Thunder Ducks getting past them? I mean, even if Thunder Ducks win two, they don't gain any points on them. Yeah, you we'll know? see. We'll so, see. We'll have to see. Well, thank you guys for listening, uh, Beard and the Golden Boy. Thank you guys for your hot takes. Those are always fun to hear. This is your week three recap, and we will see you guys next week as we are out at the CMNFL courts July 17th for a kickoff game at 630 between Nat Control and Wilmer United. For Beard and Luke, I'm Jake signing off.